0: Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM
1: 104.6 FM in Swanee. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM Let's Talk. Now, as far as taking care of home, we know that SAA is not doing well. Bulletin after bulletin after bulletin is breaking news that this is another route that has been canceled. This is another flight. It seems as though government is not even helping now as they had promised. What then do we do? Because SAA is not just a luxury to have, especially for those who work for SAA. This is a means of livelihood, and this is something that we export to the world. One of the services we export to the world, and the workers who work for SAA, what is going to happen with them? Because for every route that is closed, people run the risk of losing their jobs. Well, to give us some answers to this and to see if there are any. Well, Solutions, we do have two of our unionists tonight. We do have the South African Cabin Crew Association, President Zazi Sibanyoni Mugambi. Good evening to you, and thank you very much for going to talk to us.
2: Thank you very much, President.
1: Thank you very much, Zazi. And also, we do have another unionist, the National Union of Metal Workers of South Africa, (NUMSA) Spokesperson, Pagamele Lloobi Majola. Good evening to you, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us, ma'am. Good evening, and
3: good evening to your listeners.
1: Do we have any solutions for the situation? It seems as though our government did not come through for us a Where to from here? Let me begin with you, Zazi.
2: Where to from here? I mean, we've obviously uh, been saying um, that government should have come through by Sunday. The business rescue practitioner had made it very clear that if we don't have the money by last week's Sunday, um, we were in trouble and we faced possibility of liquidation. So the cancellations today, are, 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 are you know I think as a result of the fact that the two billion hasn't come through. So, I was to, to to call on on, on the, the 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 minister of um, enterprise and uh, finance to, to to fund the airline. It's, it's 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 the way that needs to happen. And also, we we have a plan, um, and we want our plan to be implemented in conjunction with. Um, the business rescue practitioner Les Madison and Andre Kuta. I think it, it's a viable plan. I think it's the only plan right now because it seems people are scrambling and um, decisions need to be made and be made very quickly.
1: Okay. Uh, what's your take on this, Pakamil? I mean?
3: Well, that is absolutely correct. Um, we were at the meeting with the business rescue practitioner and he basically said to us that if government doesn't commit to the plan or commits to business rescue, SAA faces liquidation. And um, why, as unions, we are so concerned, as NUMSA and in particular, is because this is a pattern that we are quite familiar with, with this government in relation to South African Airways. Nine turnaround strategies have not been implemented, um, and the most recent one being one which was devised by the former G C of Wiani Jahana. And the failure to implement the turnaround strategy is now the reason that SAA is under business rescue. Um, Even at the point of entering um, on voluntary business rescue, again, government fails the process by not making the two billion rand, which it promised, um, making that available and once again undermining that process. And um, what this does is it puts business rescue in jeopardy. And one of the things that we we warned about very early on when government announced that it wanted to embark on voluntary business rescue was precisely this type of situation. We were concerned that this was voluntary business rescue, liquidation rather, dressed up as voluntary business rescue. And it seems that we've unfortunately been proven right because of specifically... Um, of utterances made by certain cabinet ministers around SAA, which has shown to us that there is no commitment from them um, to ensure that SAA turned around and is viable.
1: Have you contacted the minister, Titumbaweni?
3: We have not specifically contacted the minister, Titumbaweni. What we have done is we have, um, you know, been very public about our views regarding his utterances on SAA And we have spoken out very sharply against that on different platforms. And we know he he reads our statements because he has his own way of responding. Uh, We have made contact directly with the public enterprises uh, minister, and we've been speaking to him regularly. Um, particularly on the turnaround strategy uh, and even on these issues that we've raised around the lack of commitment. I think it's also very important that your listeners must remember that the reason, for example, that um, international ticketing companies like Flight Centre took a decision not to sell SAA tickets is precisely because of the same attitude that we're fighting against, that government is not committing itself to a long-term sustainable turnaround plan to save saa the banks and the business sectors can see this and this is what they're responding to and when you see dte issuing the statement that they did on monday um as if they don't know where this money is going to come from and dito saying oh sorry guys i'm going to hold cross my fingers i mean it is ludicrous in the extreme that cabinet ministers can conduct themselves in this way as if they didn't know Weeks ahead in advance, that this was something that they needed to plan for, um, and this is why, as unions, we said that it is gross negligence at best and sabotage at worst.
1: Okay, I want to open the lines for you. 0891-104-207, Oh eight nine one one four two zero seven. We're in conversation with two of our unionists for tonight, giving us some perspective, some insights as to what exactly. Is to happen now, and these are the best people to talk to because they are directly involved here. We're speaking to the National Union of Metal Workers of South Africa, spokesperson Pakamilit Lubimajola, and also the South African Cabin Crew Association, President Zazi Sibanyoni Mugambi, talking to us about exactly this situation. If you have any solutions, please come forth. This is your chance now. As a South African, as a business person, hint, hint, business people, this is your chance to come and see if you can. And find some help solutions for SAA. Let's go to the lines. Go to Newlands. Mike, good evening.
0: Hi, good evening. uh, And I'm giving to your guests. Well, I certainly do have a solution. Okay. Uh, Let's just uh, look at Comair. It's been in business now for 60 years, I think it is. And they have made a profit every year uh, from the day they went into business. So right there, there's a solution. All we do is we take SAA, we get rid of all these useless unions, which cause so much trouble and have got us into the trouble that we're really in the first place, and we put we put come in charge and they run this business like a proper business. That really is just the easiest, most simplest solution. Unfortunately, the unions are not going to make this easy, because as we know, we've got thousands of unemployed people, uh, or sorry, employed people that should be unemployed. And when we have these blind turnarounds, the unions that are sitting in your studio right there now said absolutely nothing. They said nothing when Dudu Mayeni was appointed to the job by Malusi Pigaba, who himself was found to be a liar under oath in the firebird aviation affair. They said nothing. When $60 billion, that's what it's spent to date, $60 billion to date has been spent on SAA. And this is money that would have gone straight to the poor people, yet pe- the people online there from the unions said absolutely nothing. We've got no audits in SAA. For the first time in history, Parliament never received an audit from SAA. This is not an airline that can be saved. These unionists need to understand that I cannot afford to keep SAA going anymore. And no, you cannot present a plan that says it's going to work. You're not in the aviation industry. You're in the business of looking after employees. You're not experts. And really, they have no place really on your show at all, Maya, because this is not their area of expertise. Their area of expertise is looking after staff in the industry and making sure that they're paid on time and their working conditions are good. That's really the simple problem that we have and the simple solution is let's privatise SAA finished and class. on, I'm happy to take questions. <laughs> by yeah, the way.
1: Hold on. I want you I want them to be able to engage you should they want to do something. Can I Yeah go ahead ma'am
2: can I just say it um, Itazi um I think um if you're gonna compare us to uh COM A, I think that's okay. But um one of the issues we're raising here is that SAA has to comply with P uh, P, uh and and if we don't do that, um it, it becomes a problem. So these are one of the things that we're saying is that we need to get some leniency in terms of quick decision making and hence we are calling for that. And for for your your caller to say that we have done nothing over the years about the looting and the corruption, even in Tutumieni's time, he obviously has not been listening to Saka and Numsa. I think we have been very vocal. Um, this is in the Dutumiani era about um, corruption and mismanagement and the lack of audited financial statements. We are not sitting here as outsiders looking in. We are directly involved at SAA and um, we know exactly what's happening at grassroots level. We know the level of corruption, that corruption does not come from unions. It comes from various boards, um, historically various CEOs. So uh, we, we have not sat back and kept quiet. I think uh, people need to understand that and also um, not have a short memory. And we have had marches, and all along uh, people seem to just think that we're being destructive and finding job losses. Um, But not. We are saying fix the the problems before you target employees first. Uh, The unemployment rate in South Africa is extremely high. We are saying if you have corruption to the extent that you have, and the first point of call is, let us fire employees. We will not stand for that. If you had a business running without incorruption or looting, maybe that's a, con- a different conversation that we're going to have. But we cannot have lives being ruined because of looting and corruption, and we've said that through the years. Right. And people need to remember that.
1: All right, Pagamele?
2: And
3: I think, just to add to what Zazid is saying, that... Um, we are very well informed about the running of SAA. We have every right to give solutions as members of the working class about how this airline can be run and how it can be improved. In fact, as MUSA we can even give you an, a, a practical example where our intervention has saved money. So we've worked directly with South African Airways Technical sitting with the procurement department, assisting them to identify ways to either cancel contracts, renegotiate um, contracts, or insource those contracts for the benefit of SAA. Um, That process we even went as far as saving them over 18 million rand. That shows you that as members of the working class, we do have solutions, and we should be. Definitely front and center at the table, offering up ways and means to turn the institution around because we are the nuts and bolts of the organization that keep it running. The planes fly because of us, okay. the, 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 the tickets are sold because of us. So, frankly, your, um, commenter, your commentator there has no understanding. Of how the workplace operates, if that's how he thinks
1: about it, Mike. I have just one question. I thought perhaps they would ask, but they didn't. Perhaps it doesn't bother them. It bothers me. You said uh, it is the, the SAA is in this situation because of these useless unions. How did the unions cause the situation at SAA, Mike?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm happy to answer that question. Let me just go back quickly. First of all, uh, I just want to say something. As we speak at the moment, tourists around this country are being seriously incon- inconvenienced by SAA. Uh, one tourist creates 11 jobs. I think it is treason that this airline is allowed to continue then willingly cancel flights and risk all the jobs. This is the only industry that is growing in us, in our country. The, the ANC has destroyed every other SOE in every industry. Well, not industry, but every SOE. And now they're having a go at the tourist industry. So it's absolutely inexcusable on that basis alone, the unions such step out. How are the unions destroyed? Um, the unions have never said anything about the money that is being lost. Every seat on SAA today, when I flew to New York last year, That seat was covered by 500 Rand. Every seat on that plane was covered by the poorest of the poor to keep the airline going. Any union that had any feeling for the people of this country would have spoken up right there and then said, okay, that's it. We're out. This airline must go. There must be another job for our people. Let me follow your logic there, Mike. Let me
1: follow your logic. So you're saying there's a problem. And when the people who are seeing the problem, who are not the cause, are seeing the problem, in your ears, don't say anything, they are the cause? Is that what you're saying?
0: Uh, No, I'm not actually sure. I
1: follow your question. Let me me clarify it for you again. You're saying they said nothing when problems arose. So you're effectively suggesting that problems were there, which they did not cause, which in your view, they should have said something, but you're blaming them for those problems. How does that one work out?
0: No, because the unions in our country, unfortunately, punch above their weight. SAA should not be in business. It shouldn't be in not, Hold on, hold on. You <laughs> keep on p- p-
1: pivoting to SAA. I'm asking you about you allotting blame to the unions for something you yourself have confessed has been there. And they should, according to you, they should have said something. That's fine. But you're admitting that they are the ones who did not cause it. But they should have, but you're blaming them. How does how that am. work? But,
0: now, let, let, let me just say, back in 2006, Alex Irwin, another liar, said to us at this, at that stage, when he made a loan
1: to SA... But you're not answering the, the question there, I'm, Mike. I'm
0: answering, liar, I'm But you see the now, you'd be
1: I'm uncomfortable saying. and no, unhappy no, 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 with I'm them, them when they respond uh, to in this fashion. So
0: you're not going to allow me to answer the question. Uh, no. I want to Three
1: times I've, question. I've asked you the question directly. Okay, they have responded the to Naya? you. Hold on, Mike. They have responded. Both of you responded to you directly. You have responded to my question at no point i'm giving you the last chance how are you blaming them for something that you have stated is not caused by them and then later on say because they did not say anything about the problem they saw they are therefore to blame how does that logic work a direct answer mike
0: an answer direct answer is that is this whenever they don't get their way they take the airline out on strike. And that cost me and you, the taxpayer, money when they, are, they run an inefficient airline. Every single time they didn't get an increase, they took the airline out on strike. You'll remember those strikes tonight. That is what is the problem with the unions today. They okay. Simply All right, let's move on. with strikes. All right.
1: Thank, thank you. you very much, Mike. Appreciate your call, Mike Newlands. Move on to London PE. Dogu, good evening.
0: Mike and Newlands.
1: Dogu.
4: Oh, Go ahead, Dog. You've got two minutes. I actually saw my take. Quick one, Pungani. Yeah. I'm sure you do know Dr. Max Price, former vice chancellor at UCT. You see, Pungani, when those students saw him as a problem, being a vice chancellor, in the sense that the bug stops with him at UCT, right? So they took him to his office, and they made sure he does not move. I think they locked him there for about six hours, whatever it is. Now, with the unions, Saka, Saka, Nomsa, and whoever else is there, if the problem was which it was in the main in the main with management, you know, there were earning first salaries, right? And you could not see them being fit for papers. Secondly, during the domain, twenty four billion in procurement was being spent. Now that procurement is turning at twenty five billion, are right with me? And I understand only two percent goes to black owned companies. In my calculation, that's about half a million. Or 500 million. I would mean. So, 24.5 billion goes to white owned companies. Not this year, now, not last year, for a long time. So, it, it would appear to me that the unions could have been more vehement and more stronger in making sure that the executives are to account. In other words, they should have loved them, but that did not happen. Now, solutions. I understand in Gibraltar Airways, and Ethiopian Airways, here in Africa are doing well. In fact, they are profitable, right? And Virgin Active, Richard Branson, said he's got no problem buying a stake in the majority at SAA. So the solution that the previous CEO of I think, Jakanda or something, or Charanda proposed, which apparently to Pagamilet Lumi or the unions, they were amenable with this proposal. He's gone now because of political interference. So... What do they think is the
1: solution now? Because what is not sustainable? All right. uh, is Dogu, just hold, hold the thought. I need you to take a break and come back. I'll give it up to you to conclude your point. Just stand by. Hold on. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Welcome back. You're still listening to the Headspace and trying to get some solutions, remember, solutions to the situation we're seeing unfolding with South African Airways. Dogu, you got one minute. Go ahead.
4: Now, as I conclude, if our debt-to-GDP ratio as a country, not just SAA, is 58%, you know percent, which is close to a fiscal cliff, is the solution of Nwende not feasible that SAA forms some alignment or it generally will spice them over or Ethiopian or Virgin Active because we cannot sustain for the past 10 years that SAA right we are throwing good money for bed and we know that didombo Winnie does not have any appetite to build them out got it can they go to Madame Hela to say madamella these are the solutions it <laughs>
1: okay. must
4: be bought buy, buy out now i hear you
1: i hear you agreeing with uh mike somebody must take over he was suggesting calm air you're suggesting other people we're gonna have them respond please ladies please forgive me when i want to take one last call we can respond mm-hmm. to both all of them kimbis go to kimberly kgm go ahead good evening Good evening, Nayan. Thank
5: you for hitting my call with solutions. I'm not going to waste my time on Mike. He has a, a point. It's only that he's, he's sometimes related with uh, his negativity. But here's a solution. Simple. Um, SAA, it, it, it's like SABC. If it continues to be, to be run like a... Excuse me, Nayan. Nice. <coughs> Excuse me, I had a religion on my throat. That's all right.
0: If
5: if they continue to be run uh, as parastatals, they won't go anywhere. I'm just giving those two as an example. The solution is simple. The unions, because you have them there. If you have us tomorrow, I'll give you another solution. One of the solutions is that the unions have money. Why don't they take their membership money and converse us, the people of this country, say here is a natural treasure economically. Let's we're putting our money as the unions south africans put your money invest let's put it on a on a stock exchange let's let's let open it to to the, the the people of this country through our salaries imagine if every employed south african was to contribute um even if it's a uh, hundred from as minimum as a hundred grand do you know what difference if you take the the the, the, the number of people who are getting salaries in this country, do you know how much money that is and what the difference it's going to make in, in terms of doing South Africa great with SAA? And lastly, even if the money is there and there's no management, forget it. Now, politicians and, and the so-called experts uh, in, in this frame, they don't own monopoly of knowledge. Uh, You can't keep on doing the same thing over and over, recycling old people and you think you're resolving anything. This is why we're having a problem. Give somebody who is young, youthful, coming with new ideas, put him there, give him the support structure, give him the the, the, the support systems, and see how SAA is going to be turned around. The union, put your manifest where your mouth is.
1: All right, got it. Thank you very much, KGM. Appreciate your call. All right, um, let's go, to Zazi. You can go first. You heard uh, Ngoende and KGM. You can respond.
2: Yeah, I think in terms of the executive, I think he, ma- he mentioned South African Airways' executive and their non-performance and the fact that we've done nothing. I think uh, we're going to say this time and time again. We have been acting for many, many years with many Labour court cases, with police cases, with marches, with letters. We've done everything possible uh, to to, to let everyone see um, the crisis at South African Airways. It's only now that people are actually really seeing what is happening in South African Airways. And in terms of um, the Ethiopian and partnering with other... So, sorry, aliens. forgive me.
1: Before you go to to, to that point, oh. um, he was suggesting, he was quoting Harry Truman, uh, former U.S. President, when he says, Truman said the buck stops with him. And it's suggesting if the CEO, if the buck stops with the CEO, why didn't you take the buck to the CEO? Close him in his office Up until you get a solution from the CEO or whoever you believe is supposed to be ultimately responsible and accountable. If you're saying you had all these court cases and all these things you said, why didn't you sit in in his office up until he takes accountability? Your response Which CEO
2: are you talking about we've, a re- we've had a revolving door of CEOs and acting CEOs. You can take Which your pick CEO Whichever is-
1: whichever. <laughs> whichever But his issue <laughs> is mean- The buck stops with the, the the accounting officer at SAA And his issue is You should have each and every one for that matter I
2: mean that is our first point of call yeah. I mean that is shop floor level These are some CEOs are people we have access to on a daily basis yeah. um, By the time we escalate these to the shareholder etc cetera, etc cetera, would have completely exhausted um, um, the CO level. And remember, um, the executives generally are a p- part of the problem that we've had for many years at South African Airways. So, I mean, someone has got to protect the looters. Someone has got to look out for the interests of those that have been stealing from SA for many, many years. <laughs> so the interest was never to, to, to make real change. Yeah. The interest was to continue to allow people that steal from the airline to continue to, 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 to loot. So I mean, we we have done that. I mean, that's where we started until um, so we started um, um, realizing that it's go- we're going nowhere slowly. We need to, after writing letters, we need to now march, make a noise, be heard, be seen. Okay. And um, I think we started there.
1: Okay, Pagamil? Um, I'll,
3: yeah, and I think I think Zazi has basically summarized a lot of the our engagement um, on this. We've we've It really exhausted all our options. Even by the time we had made a decision to go on strike, it was after having gone through a myriad of court cases, high court cases, labour court cases, applications to declare the board um, um, delinquent. Delinquent, sorry, thank you. So um, there were a whole lot of things that we've done. Um, I want to deal with the, the, the question which was posed by one of your listeners. Um, in relation to what else can we do, basically, where where we find ourselves here. Um, And this is why, for us, really, the only option that we have is this business rescue process. The reason we issued such a stinging statement in relation to how this process has been dealt with and oh, ultimately. Pamela, please forgive me for,
1: for, 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 for interrupting. We have to go to the news. Please allow me to just yeah. give you an opportunity to conclude your remarks after the news. Is that okay? okay? Thank you very no much, problem. ma'am. It's 11 o'clock. It's time for the final bulletin for today with Zoleika Kodanashi. SAFM 104 to 107, nationwide. Leading the conversation. Hashtag SAFM Headspace. In a short while, we'll be speaking to Nelson Chamisa, the president of the Movement for Democratic Change Party in Zimbabwe, talking to us about what they're planning there. But before we go there, let's show some respect and conclude this conversation. And we do have to conclude our conversation the two guests, the National Union of Metal Workers of South Africa, Inumsa, spokesperson Pagamili Tlubi Majola, and also South African Cabin Crew Association, SACA President Zazi Sibanyoni Mugambi now we're concluding our conversation please forgive me for interrupting you ma'am but Pamela you can continue
3: no that's okay no I think um, the, the crux of what we're trying to say here is first and foremost I think it's important that your listeners misunderstand. understand as unions we do not want an SAA that literally you know lurches from one crisis to another we do not want an SAA that is dependent on bailouts we do not want an SAA which is broke our we are taxpayers ourselves, and we are very invested in securing and saving this airline because we can see that it can be saved. We can see that this is an airline that can be profitable. Um, and what we are also seeing is that the mismanagement is so bad that it's having a direct impact on this airline being viable and being profitable. We have um, gone as far as presenting a very detailed plan. Our plan talks about, for example, joint venture agreement with um, Ethiopian Airways. And um, if this plan is implemented, and it it forms part of the original turnaround strategy, it will make South African Airways into one of the most dominant airlines on the continent. And, I mean, we believe that Everyone, including the Finance Minister, should get behind such a plan in an economy of our like ours, where we are not creating jobs, where unemployment is so high. It makes sense that when you have a business plan for an airline that you already own as a government as an asset, that you turn it into something that can build your industry, build your tourism industry. Build your economy, And I think this is why workers right now are so angry with the response from government, because we can literally see the destruction, the wanton destruction of this of this asset. And yet solutions are there. Um, the working class is suffering because of poor decision making. And really, it's just wrong. It's immoral. It's unfair. And it needs to stop.
1: All right. I'm going to give the last question to Zazi. Zazi, do you do you feel South Africans are backing you when you listen to the tone of the calls and the text that I'm seeing right here? And later on, I'm going to be playing some voice notes because we don't have any more time now. It seems as though people are fatigued with the situation of our parastatals, particularly SAA. Do you think that you have the support of the South African?
2: Um, I think... South Africans are tired and so are we quite frankly Um, they're tired of the consistent bailouts but also South Africans must bear in mind that SAA for many years was considered a developmental airline so the requirement of being profitable uh, just sprung uh, up recently which is quite correct and and we I mean um, they, they, they are tired of plowing money into SAA but they must understand Our function in the workplace as unions is to make sure that these companies um, go on providing employment, make sure that uh, um, um, conditions of employment are are, are met. And currently, what's happening in South African Airways is disastrous. And um, the last caller mentioned the issue about a fresh board. I mean, why are South Africans not joining us and saying, get rid of boards that are connected to particular ministers, et cetera, et cetera, and get board members that are um, fit for purpose, that can actually act young minds, fresh minds, aviation minds, and, you know, get these people working in order to turn SA around. I mean, these issues, South Africans are very angry at unions, and, I mean, and we are only trying to um, highlight the issues that, we see on a daily basis. And South Africans must assist us to make sure that we have boards that are fit for purpose. Instead of accusing us um, for the rot, because we we didn't steal from from these companies, Um, the executives, the boards uh, have have done so. So they need to realize that and really back us up in terms of changing uh, the state of these SOEs.
1: All right. Um, I want want you to listen to the tone of these voice notes. Are, Are you willing to listen to them?
4: Yeah, sure.
1: All right. I want to listen to this, this voice. I've, I've got a, a, a whole lot of them here coming through. But I want you to listen to the two. I'm going to play one after the other. I won't even interrupt them. Phineas, go ahead. Hi, South Africans. Eddie from Mobile Foundation in, in Wendell's Res. Um, I think the unions, they must also take responsibility because when people were busy um, uh, pulling down SAA. And unions were there and they were
4: doing absolutely nothing. Good evening, Denai. Look, uh, I think that government is not interested in helping SAE to get out of trouble. So I suspect that government want to use this moment and the crisis in SAE as a way of getting rid of it. Yeah, but the other thing, quite honestly, I don't think government is capable of running any company so uh, even to 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 one government continue running as a or any company for that matter i don't think it's gonna assist in any way because government assume that they are incapable of running any a company or institution yeah vincent you know
1: Good evening, uh, Um and your guest, I think KGM, you know, raised a very important question to say, um, why don't um, the union pour the, some of their cash um, so that um, every South African worker can maybe, you know, um, um, maybe um, the word, um, donate um, the minimum, the maximum of, 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 of 100 friend or minimum. Um, of 100 friends, so and they and didn't answer that question i think um they are um really useless all right i'm going to play just those three i'm going to ask both of you to respond especially what is reiterated that was said by kgm how about you put your money where your mouth is are you willing to do that uh, can you respond pamela
3: well, I think it's a very progressive proposal, um, you know, that members of the working class must themselves um, fund the, the SOE. And I think that's something that um, as unions we obviously should debate and have a conversation about. We are constitutional structures after all, and our members would have to adopt such a proposal. But um, I, in my view, I do think it's, it's progressive. Uh, In the meantime, however, um, one of the things that we have committed ourselves to doing in relation to the situation we're in at FAA is we are going to fight to implement this BR plan. We don't see any reason why FAA should be liquidated and sold. We think that any right-thinking government that is deeply concerned about the lack of economic growth, and the fact that inequality and poverty and unemployment are growing at a staggering rate would actually share our sentiments about ensuring that we do everything in our power to implement the rescue plan, make sure that SAA is viable and that it no longer has to depend on, on, on the taxpayer. That should have been the goal from the beginning. Um, unfortunately though, We've been dealing with people who've not been interested in ensuring that such an outcome would ever materialize. Um, uh, members of the, of the governing ANC ha- are determined to sell South African Airways off without even giving it a chance to recover, without even, um, ensuring that those who are responsible for the looting and the theft and the corruption that have collapsed are held to account. And I I think whilst I hear the fatigue of many people, you they're tired of bailing out state-owned entities, but aren't people tired of corruption? Aren't they sick and tired of executives and board members destroying state-owned entities and members of the working class having to lose their job because of such decisions? I would think that that should make um, people much more angry than the money that they're spending. Because the crisis that we face with the ever-growing levels of inequality and poverty, it's a matter of time. It's a ticking time bomb, which is going to engulf all of us. Um, uh, Where People are just going to get fed up, and we're going to have um, a revolution really taking place as a result of of what is taking place here. Yeah. And I think people must think very seriously about being very flippant when it comes to how our SOEs are being, are being dealt with. We have a duty to intervene, because if we don't, this crisis is going to worsen to a point where we are all going to pay because of the sins of, of politicians. All right.
1: Um, uh, Azazi, I don't want to uh, well, shut you out. Would you like to weigh in, or can we leave it Yeah, right I, I
2: mean, one thing that I really, really upset upsets me is when people actually um, say that the unions have done nothing and we must take responsibility. I mean, it, 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 it sort of feels like people have amnesia and, and, and they just look at what is happening right now and don't actually look back historically at what unions have done, it's particularly Saka Numsa with this SAA saga. We have done every single thing possible. There's nothing further we could have done. So that narrative, we hear so often needs to change i mean we have done absolutely Let must name one thing that we have not done um it it, it it simply is not true and that narrative has to change let us deal with corruption let us deal with uh, looting and hopefully all these soes that are in trouble it is it is a disaster right now in, in south africa Escom Prasa. Um, SAA, I mean, the list goes on. Even companies like Calcom that people were praising that, you know, they were partially uh, privatized and are, will, will be successful, are failing. Something is wrong. And let's not point fingers at unions that are trying to help and intervene, but let's join for a call for things to change.
1: That was Zazia mugambi the South African Cabin Crew Association SACA president. Madam, thank you very much for coming through and talking to us. We really appreciate your patience and time. <laughs> thank you, thank you and also to Majora, the national spokesperson spokesperson of the national union of metal workers of south africa to you too madam thank you very much for your time and patience it is now 18 but it's after 11 i'm hoping this is not the end of it all the solutions finding quest we continue looking for solutions now on to what's happening in zimbabwe stand by